0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back to the only radio show you need to know, baby. It's PTD Radio. Here we go. Of course, as always, I have my esteemed co-host, Cole BDC here. Um... Can I ask you a couple questions? And up next, we got the return, the three-time return of The Casual Corner, Mr. Andrew Alma. Three-peat, baby. 3 p baby. Fun guy gets bored. Okay, now we have a very, very special edition of PTD Radio. Okay, I also have my famous guests. Let's start it off with Jimmy Bob Joe Cuda Boudreaux. <laughs> I'm live in the studio. Baby, come on now. Good to hear from you, Kuda Come on now, PTD. You already know, baby. Come on. All right, up next we got uh, Donna Dixon, Comet Cupid, and Vixen. Well, hey PTD, how are uh, how are we doing today? <laughs> I'm great, Comet. Baby, how are you? Uh, I'm fair. I'm fair. Okay, Common, good to hear from you, and of course, we have the esteemed rapper of the platinum hit single, Turn the Fuck Up, it is of course, PJ Smooth, yeah baby, you know what I'm talking about, PTD, it's all good in the hood, you know what I mean baby, come on now. Alright baby, so... Well, we're gonna touch on today in today's episode of PTD Radio, we're gonna go over the Pelican Thummer League heartbreaking. Oh, oh, num, num, num,
1: num,
0: num, num, num. Ladies and gentlemen, I am um, Patrick the Dog Shaheen. Oh, at what point am I obligated to jump in and stop? You? And that is Cole BDC Henry. And we also have. I am Andrew Alamon. Thank you for being on the show three times in a row, baby. Come on. Oh, bro. No. Shut the fuck up. This is my show. I run shit. Seriously, the first two
1: to five minutes, depending on how long you're willing to rant on. Each I was episode, able. I, I could have killed twenty more minutes there. Hmm. I don't doubt it. Uh, it's trash.
2: Could be. Could be using that for ads. And,
1: and it's why no network will pick us up because they think they listen to this podcast and fifteen they seconds in. To- they think
0: <laughs> it's been the I mean, networks get a hold of it, but we're taking off. We're
1: taking off Um Alright. Uh this past weekend we had UFC Fight Night Deronda May versus uh Lad. We uh went over this card pretty thoroughly on the number one bullshitters podcast, which you can listen to uh if you can handle more of, of Patrick. I don't I don't blame me if you can. He's he's a big load. Um the undercard was what it was. Uh, Darren Elkins and Ryan Hall stuck out to me. Ryan Hall picked up a win. Uh, anything stick out to you on the undercard?
0: Uh, Andre Touchy-Feely getting a knockout. I just uh, He's exciting every time he fights. He either gets uh, finished excitingly or he finishes excitingly. It's always good to watch. Yeah, I
1: agree. Um, John Allen beat Mike Rodriguez. That was a big upset in terms of the bookies. Uh, I didn't put any money on it. So. Should have. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, Brianna Van Buren looks good as well. Uh, on to the main card. Um, your favorite fighter, Marvin Vittori, okay. beat Caesar Mutante. He's
0: the Italian drain, babe.
1: Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Italy? You were just there. I, I went. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I had a fun time. What are your takes on
2: Marvin Vittori? Uh, Great stuff. I prefer Benito Mussolini.
0: Wow. Once again, we are a very patriotic, red, white, and blue bleeding, family-friendly podcast. He has never been to Italy. He's no, one I'm, of my favorite fashions. I've never been west of Houston or east of the Mississippi, no.
1: Um, I have a question, Andrew. Uh, very often at the store, I get what is labeled real Italian ice. Uh, it's not. Okay. Oh, it's not? No. Those are the little popsicles mm-hmm. yet? No. Yes. No. No. So they're lying to me. Yes. Do I have a case to potentially get refunded for years of?
2: Uh, unless it says so on the packaging, did, did, maybe maybe it's like the uh, d- disclaimer on the box. It's like this is not real Italian I haven't seen the box. Did you, you loose in the Did you You're right about
0: eat that. Italian ice? Yes. Was that the best thing you ate? Uh, no. Okay, I, have I have personally love ice. Um.
1: Oh. Um. Carl Robertson beat Wellington Terman. Um you actually dated Carl Robertson for several years. No, no, I no, did not. Th- but he the, uh,
0: faced Ryan Spann in Dana White's contender series. This is a long time ago. That was season one. Yeah,
1: it was. Two years ago. Yeah, back.
0: Damn.
1: Um It was uh to be exact, it was uh July twenty
0: fifth, two 2017. 15 seconds. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. So uh that sucked. I'm a big Ryan Span fan, so uh, not a fan of Roberson, but he got a he got to win. Andrew, what'd you think? Didn't watch it. Excellent. Um, Wellington Terman. Uh, he's good at
1: jujitsu. Um, his name's Wellington. Yeah, it makes you wonder what uh, what his parents were
0: were on. What country is he from? Uh, Brazil. He's a Brazilian named Wellington. Wellington Terman. Okay yeah. How white is he? Pretty white
1: he's, Does he talk like a Well he's yeah. one of those Upper class Brazilians Yeah Yes Yeah 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 uh, uh,
0: Yeah, Wellington. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack Ray talking about Who'd fight? Carl Robertson
1: Lost Carl Robertson won
0: Okay Anderson Silva Would have some comments For you know, The light skinned Brazilians uh, wedding, What, what was is he saying? Wellington. He called. Uh, it was Damien Maya. Maya, like, a privileged. Like, his people were, like, you know, not slaves at one point. Yeah, kind he, of thing. He, there was a specific word for it, though. Brazil had a huge slave trade. Yeah. Uh, a lot oh, of I black know, people. I know. Well, I'm just. A lot of Africans. Um, they were African, <laughs> were <sighs> forced migrants. <laughs> <God. laughs> Andrew, what'd you think of slavery? <laughs> Not good. Not good. What'd you think of what? Slavery. What'd you think of slavery, Cole? It was pretty shitty. Yeah. Slavery. Pretty yeah, silly. pretty shitty.
1: You know, slavery still exists. Yep. In the form of sex trafficking. Yep. And just good old classic slavery. And just good old classic slavery. Yeah, they're still But sad. I have my theories... About how you spend some of your time. Anyway, on up the card. Uh, Josh Emmett, Mirsad Bektik at featherweight. Um, well, Patrick, I, I hate to ask you what you th- thought of this fight because I'm a- afraid of what you'll actually say.
0: Well, I was laying down on your couch as I normally do during fights. Um, unless they're really exciting fights that I'm really excited for. Then I'm usually standing up freaking out. Uh, watching this fight half-heartedly... And uh, Josh Emmett, you know, lands a shot that knocks him to the ground, and I just say, "God damn it!" That's that's exactly what my reaction is. Don't like alpha male. Don't like Josh Emmett. He's bald. Bald people freak me out. Um, but he he got a he got a finish, and it was uh, he he's good at that. He, he's a he's a good knockout artist. You're full of hate. I am. Anyway, he's got uh, a weird rib cage. He is, he is, uh, he's got
1: a, a, an odd upper body, an odd torso. Uh, what do you think about his torso, Andrew? Andrew?
2: I've never seen it,
1: but I don't like it. Yeah, me neither. Uh, you know, Josh Shaman is what he is. He hits hard. If you get in the pocket with him, uh, there's a good chance he's gonna knock you out. He hits really hard for a featherweight. Uh, Mir Seth I think, is a more well rounded fighter, but he didn't, uh, he didn't show it. Right. He, uh, he's got another huge setback here, and considering how infrequently he fights, you know, you never know what
0: this means. you know what's weird is I think him it's top 10, 145. Yeah, he's solid, for sure. But he'll never, he's too small at mm-hmm. 145. And his upper body, I think, is a real problem. It's, it just looks weird. So you think that's going to Like Shabazzian too? has it too. Like yeah. those pointy-ass Mm-hmm. Ribs. See,
1: they should just retire now because there's no.
0: It's like those scene- I'd punch him right in the fucking rib. Well, cage. That, is,
1: that does pose the question. Like, what if mid-fight that rib just comes tearing through That'd be and really punctures gross. the opponent, and even maybe kills him? And they both then die? you win
0: by TKO.
1: What if they both die? It's a draw. No, no contest. TKO. Ah, for who? Who dies last? Smash Brothers stuff. Okay. So if you both go flying off the map, yeah. whoever... Yeah,
0: whoever actually dies first. They both die. So
1: you the like two doctors in there, he's checking a pulse, and just whoever goes, goes. And yeah. Alright, Josh Shannon and Merced back. take a pretty thorough breakdown there. Uh, Uriah Faber uh, beat Ricky Says Simon. Uh, that was not funny. I'm sorry. Uh, you, you enjoyed Uriah Faber. I was excited for this fight leading up to it. Uh, Anytime a guy that's in the UFC Hall of Fame comes back, it's interesting. Even though they can put you in, really, at any time. Suck it. Anyway, still interesting. Uh, Faber came back. Ricky Simon. Simone. uh, Good matchup for Faber. I think he took advantage of Simon. Or Simone, sorry. Uh, Took him out. First knockout victory since 2006. Uh, What do you think about Uriah Faber's uh, prospects in the Bantamweight division in 2019?
0: That wasn't the game plan. But it happened, and it was awesome. Uh, His prospects for the division, he called Henry out. Henry wants it. Dana knows it might sell. So don't be shocked if you see Uriah Faber and uh, Henry Sudo in the next, you know, eight months for that 135 belt. Um, That shit was awesome. That shit saved this card. Like, like, Deron May, we'll talk about it. It was cool, but. That was the moment of this card, and, you know, you could stack it up against a lot of moments of a lot of cards this year, and I think it'd probably be top three, just moments. Not, look, like it wasn't best fight. It really wasn't, I mean, it was a quick knockout, but it wasn't really a knockout. It was more of a stoppage. So, I mean, just the moment of Uriah getting the stoppage, running wild in the cage, the crowd going nuts in his hometown. It was awesome. Um I'm sorry It's all good Um What do you think
1: About the way the Faber's
0: body looked
1: Don't answer that question Andrew
0: What'd you think He revived favorite's First round knockout Of Ricky Smol? I saw it on Twitter I didn't like his hair Yeah Okay like Very uh, casual breakdown There, You'll never
1: guess What Uriah Faber Named his child No Callie. Uh, Cali Cali Dude's so obsessed With California He's California Yeah But like get over it like, good lord.
0: Congratulations. S- town! Cool. His chin. <laughs> awesome. His chin is going to get a statue. Oh,
1: oh, you were born in Sacramento, California.
0: Awesome. Maybe you're friends with Bobby The B- Bay Area Hott. and back down. How, How are it? the Kings doing? They're a young, talented roster. I think they'll be competing for the seven or eight seed this year.
1: Dude, what? here's what I want to see. L-
0: Buddy Heald? Mm-hmm. Actually turned out to be a pretty good basketball player. How many good players
1: have left the Pelicans in the last few years? Well,
0: they are stupid and they traded him for DeMarcus Cousins. Mm -hmm. But hey, DeMarcus
1: Cousins, he he worked out for the Pels.
0: Booger. Booger Cousins.
1: That is his nickname. Are we done? No, we're not done. (laughs) Not even close. Sorry. Uh, You can leave any time you want. Believe me, I can carry the ship. Um... Jermaine Durandame, has uh, been Lied. It was quick, 16 seconds. It's exactly the amount of time that it took you to um well. Anyway, what did you think about Jermaine Durandame's uh first round knockout?
0: Jermaine Durandame scares me. Yeah, she should. She would knock me out. I believe that she would. Very quickly, more than likely. Yeah. So that She's being big. said, uh, women who intimidate me are obviously super sexy, so I was super turned on. Right. Like, uh you know, I had to kind of turn over on the couch. I
1: well,
0: wish you wouldn't have told me that. And then, walk, podcast. and then I walked to my car, and before I, you know, drove away, I watched the highlight again. And I'm not going to include the other details of me watching that highlight, you did this in Coles Driveway? Because they really No, in the front little grass patch where I park sometimes.
1: Basically so just on the road. Why are you sweating and breathing so heavy?
0: Um so I don't know Put exactly your shirt back on. what this has to do with a fight breakdown. My hands above the
1: table, please. I just
0: wanted to I just wanted to throw it out there. Um, Andrew, what you think of Gerand Bay?
2: Uh, Deronda May sounds like an old southern, like,
1: plantation lady name.
0: Like, oh, I'm Deronda May.
1: Oh, it kind of does. Okay. That's my observation. Um, yeah, she's probably gonna get the next title shot, I think. Uh, Aspen Lad, you know, I think this is gonna be good for Uh, with this win, she would have probably got the fight with Amanda Noons.
0: Aspen Lad!
1: Amanda Noons is, um. Aspen! Uh, she's, she's come very close to. She was
0: born in California. Aspen Lad. Yeah, she was, I believe. Uh, let's see. She
1: was born in Folsom, California. Wow. I wonder if
0: she was born in the prison. <laughs> no. Aspen. Hey, Aspen, go grab me a beer. You take a sip. <laughs> cool dad. Um, Aspen Lad's dad is probably super cool. I'd hang out with Aspen Lad's dad. And then I'd try to date his daughter.
1: She's never met him, but way to bring it up. She listens to the show. Um, mm. That's not true. She doesn't listen. I know.
0: I I'm very close with Aspen. Lyon. Oh okay. Uh, all right,
1: that's it uh, for that. Enough of that bullshit. Uh, on to the UFC on ESPN card, which I'll be attending with a few of my friends, Patrick not included. I'm um, kidding. Okay. Uh, it's a pretty good card.
0: Uh, but just be honest, you're not going to the card. I'm going. I'm going. Oh. I don't know about you. So it's one of those doesn't uh, is one of those like. I got friends up there. I'm gonna meet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know. Uh, it's a good card. You're making me very uncomfortable. You want to
0: go to San Antonio? Um, not really. To watch a UFC card? Who's on it? Who do I know on We're about to talk about it. We'll get your analysis.
2: Well then I'll let you know after we talk. Greg about
0: Hardy! Uh, I don't
2: know. I know Matt and Jeff Hardy.
0: Greg Hardy played for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> He's their father. Beat his wife. Mm-hmm. Real good. Nine He's fights. fighting his wife? Unfortunately not.
1: Uh, i was going to read off the prelims Domingo Pilar and Felipe Calaris Mario Batista and Jin Soo Su Sun Ray Borg and Gabriel Silva uh, Roxanne Modafari and Jennifer Maya Sam Alvey and Cleats and Abreu Raquel Pennington and Irene Aldana and Bruce Leroy and Steven Pierce didn't Rocky like fight like Weeks ago? It was pretty f- recently. She beat Valentina Shevchenko's sister. Uh, that was April 20th, your birthday. Did you say Bruce Lee, really
0: Yeah. Where was I? His name's Alex Casares. That was right after uh Poirier? That'd be awesome. That was right after Poye and... No, there's no way. Yeah. Yeah. That was right after that card. That was like the weekend after that card. Where was I? What was I doing on my birthday?
1: Are you done with the ver- verbal diarrhea? Can we move on to the main card? Or?
0: I was probably here. Yeah,
1: probably. Uh, main card. Let's do picks, I guess. Um, we'll all three pick. No, I'm not picking. Okay, that's fine. You're fine. Okay. Uh, main card. ESPN portion. Heavyweight uh, fight to open things up. The curtain jerker, as some call it. Um, Andre Arlovski, former UFC heavyweight champion. Uh, is in a rematch against former IFL heavyweight champion and uh, Camp Velasquez victim Ben Rothwell. Okay. Um, this fight was an epic fight when they originally fought in either Elite XC or Affliction. I can't remember which it was. Uh, anyway, you know, both guys are 100 years older now. They've taken a million more punches. Um, that being said, Probably going to go with Rothwell here. He's probably got a little more left in the tank. Arlovsky's lost uh, to some much lesser fighters as of late. So I'm going to go with
0: Rothwell. I don't remember you said that. I'm going Rothwell, too. Um, I know you'll be cheering for Andre a 100%. But uh, Ben Rothwell uh, has taken less damage than Andre over the last couple years. Um, I don't know how he does it, but he's going to win the fight. It might be be a three-round very slow pace heavyweight fight. Andrew
2: Arlovsky via head kick six seconds into the first round. Right? Wow. Okay, that's right.
0: That you might not be casual anymore that's after that. That's how I'm pick. going.
2: I'm trying to go full guru this week.
1: All right. Let's see what you got for this next one. Lightweight fight. Alexander the Great Hernandez did not look so great in his last fight against Donald Cerrone. Donald Cerrone. Uh, I, I want to be. I want to try to be a little poetic about this. Um, Donald Cerrone beat the fucking shit out of him. Uh, so he's back uh, against um what seems like one thousand fight UFC veteran uh, Francisco Trinaldo. Uh, tough matchup for Hernandez here. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Hernandez though. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm gonna go with Trinaldo. He's just in the, he's holding up for his age. going to say Trinaldo second round TKO. He's got the power.
0: I like Trinaldo him. works at or uh, turns at ATT. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He, he might train there. He trains at uh, no. Who's Dustin's head striking coach? It might be Francisco Chinaldo. Uh, or it might be Abel Trujillo. It's it, one of those two dudes. It, it, it looks like he does some work with some guys
1: from ATT. He's got the striking coach from ATT, it looks like.
0: Okay. So, Alexander the Great makes easy work. Easy work. Um, younger, more athletic. Uh, I'd like to see some fight IQ going into this one. He really thought he was going to outbox Donald Cerrone. That wasn't where he should have had that fight. He got a little cocky and got his ass whooped for it. So uh, look for him to bounce back in a big way. Andrew! Uh, Alex Hernandez versus Francis Francisco Trinaldo.
2: Trinaldo uh, gets DQ'd in the second
0: for shots to the Groin. Okay.
1: Two two bold calls uh from the casual corner. So, so
0: he's like intentionally gonna go for the dick like multiple times. Yeah, he's
2: gonna he's gonna kick him in the dick like five or
1: six times okay. or with this. Okay. Alright. Uh four fights left. Cool.
0: Has that ever happened? Stop it a DQ. Intentional kick to the groin? Yes. <sighs> We've seen head stomp DQs. You mean like a guy just like I mean, he's,
1: just, he's only going for dick kicks. Just assault on the penis. Yeah. Yeah. God, I don't think so. Okay. could talk somebody into doing that. Well, Andrew just spoken into existence. If you're a fighter that we be willing to take a bit of a kickback to attack your opponent's groin, DM uh, PTD Radio.
0: We will... Uh, um, I got, oh, like, wait, I got fight. two bucks on it.
1: Patrick's favorite fighter and his former bunkmate in the Peace Corps, James Vick... Uh returns to action against Dan. If I wasn't a fighter, I would be a hooker. Um a fun fight here. Two guys like to stand and strike. James Vick has been uh you know, I think we've seen him reach
0: his ceiling. He can hit hard. But uh Top Ten lightweight, don't shit on him. I'm not shitting on him. He's me. like number ten, but he's he's uh, He's damn good. At this
1: point, James Vick is he's number fifteen. So shut up. I, he's top ten in my uh, opinion. He's lost two straight. <laughs> two. To James Vick and Paul Felder.
0: He lost to himself. To Justin Gaethje and Paul Felder. Okay. Uh, Stop there. Last two losses to Paul Felder and Gaethje. Those are really good fighters. Okay.
1: Well, before that, he beat Polo Reyes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Glycal Franca. I really like James Vick. Uh, He beat Nick Hines From Texas. He beat Valmore Lazaro. Solid young man. Uh, I'll tell you what. Him getting the Gaethje fight was way too hype. Are you serious? I mean, the man for, let's see. He was 9-1 going into the Gaethje fight in the UFC. Got slept.
0: Quickly. Yeah.
1: And then he fought Paul Felder. Got worked.
0: Hit his ceiling. Who do you
1: got? He's for sure... Who do you think I've got? Not James
0: Vick. Dan Hooker. James what, Vick. What's Hooker ranked right now? He's not, is he? Dan Hooker's poo cheese. Take your ass back to Australia. Far
1: better wins. Far better
0: wins. Can't, KO'd Gilbert Burns, Jim
1: Miller, submitted Mark
0: Diakase, and KO'd Ross take, uh, Take your ass back to Aussie land. I don't want you here. Bro. Okay, build a wall around the whole continent. Bro. Um... You crossed the line there. Andrew! Dan Hooker. James Vick.
2: Dan Hooker via flying armbar with 20 seconds left in the fight.
0: For the official record, I am picking James Vick. Oh, that was a dick move. Um, Yeah, James Vick will
1: probably win. He's much taller. He's got a much longer reach. But he's an absolute, just absolute douche nozzle. Um, He trains with, with Lloyd Irvin. Uh, Who's a gang rapist? So, well, guilt by association. James Vick, uh, you know, it's tough to get around that. Oh, it's a fascinating story. Uh, Lloyd Irvin's his coach, and there was this thing on uh, MMA, like Reddit, and just uh, the uh, MMA everything a few years back, but. Uh, some of his students had like I can't remember the exact details of him. Basically it came out that Lloyd Irvin like gang raped some girl in the eighties and it just kinda of blew up in his face and I okay. just I just felt the need to bring it up. Does I'm that okay. change your pick at all? Uh it doesn't actually impact the fight at all. No. I just, no. just was flying <laughs> arm bar I with just to up. Up to Uh fight. if now that I'm done being a prick, uh, Dan Hooker's <laughs> really really good. He's powerful. I think he'll knock James Vick out. Um, Vick is good, but he, he doesn't really know how to use his length very, very well. Uh, I'm going to go with Dan Hooker. Um, I apologize. Uh, no, don't. No, don't. Lloyd Irvin's a piece of shit. Uh, heavyweight. Greg Hardy, Juan Adams. What are you
0: thinking? Juan did not look good in his last fight. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, <clears throat> for a shitty of a... Greg Hardy's won one fight now. He's one in one. In the UFC? Yes.
1: Yeah, I believe you're right.
0: One and one in the one. Yeah. His one loss is
1: disqualification. A one and one in the UFC. Two and oh in the contender series. And then one and O in some random promotion in Tulsa. Does
2: Greg Hardy have the hair...
0: Uh, i mean he's 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 very i'm
1: trying to think of why like he's extremely like if you see him once like he's he's got like this goatee he he just looks like a fucking he looks like he'd be like a fucking super villain he's got really shitty tattoos and he's massive really shitty his nickname is like the prince of darkness or something awful what is it? I don't know. It's something just super liar Or the Prince of Destruction. He played
0: football for the Carolina Panthers and the Dallas Cowboys. He actually had two pretty good seasons. Uh, beat his wife, got cut, no team would touch him, and decided to start training martial arts. And that has led him to the co-main event of a ESPN card. Do not understand why he is getting another co event spot. He, apparently not. Oh, the fight that
1: everything's been listening. Only Nick and Walt Harris is the co-main. That's
0: a decent co-main event compared yeah, to what they could put there, which would be Greg Hardy and Juan Adams. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm picking Juan Adams.
1: Uh, same here. You know, I think if if I overthink it, I could see Hardy. You know, uh, just blitzing Adams early. Uh, but I don't want to write Adams off like that. I think that uh, you know, if he's able to make this his fight, utilize his reach and uh his wrestling i think he'll probably be able to do whatever he wants to greg hardy there should be a huge uh gap in the wrestling and grappling so uh, i'm gonna go with adams uh if he loses this fight though that's a tough loss for him
0: uh andrew juan adams greg hardy juan adams spinning elbow second round
1: i hope it happens Come event, Alexi Oleynik, the boa constrictor, 45 years old. Not really. Damn close. Damn close.
0: 43?
1: Yeah. like I guess I said 45 like it was a joke, like he was super old. But the thing is, he's actually, yeah, 42. So he's actually pretty damn old. Uh, he's fighting Walt Harris, who's looked better than ever as of late. Uh, coming ticket. off a devastating knockout over Sergei Spivak. Uh, in fairness, Sergey Spivak uh, looked like a stuffed polar bear in that fight. So, um, yeah. You know. uh, anyway, only Nick interesting fact about him before we make a prediction: his daughter was uh, at the school. Uh, what was the the shooting in Florida? I don't want to s- Parkland, s- uh, Stallman Douglas. Okay, that was the one that. Okay. Uh, had that shithead yep. kid that they caught. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, he had a daughter there. And I just remember reading the article where he talked about how like, she was calling him and texting him. Wild shit. Uh, anyway, Oleonik versus Harris. Uh, I love um, Alexi Oleonik. But he doesn't do well with guys that are strong and athletic. Um, if he can get Harris down, he can absolutely submit him. But I think that Harris will probably be able to keep us on feet. And pick up uh, what will probably be the biggest win of his career. Especially considering the fact that the Orlovsky fight was overturned due to... uh, PEDs? A a PED dispenser?
0: I don't know what the fuck that means. So, this fight has my favorite fight name and my favorite go-to submission. And I'm torn. Alexi Olenek is a master of the Ezekiel Choke. First of all, great name for a choke. It's a pretty cool and unique choke to submit people to, especially at the level of the UFC. And the way he does it a lot, too. And I'll he just drags say. you down and just puts it on him. Um, yeah. How many of those does he have in the UFC? Three? I think three, yeah. And That's impressive.
1: Multiple over his career. That
0: is a, a go-to submission for Mr. Olenek. Walt Harris obviously is Walt... Big ticket Harris. Uh, that's an homage to Kevin Garnett who was my first favorite basketball player. Uh, I'm gonna go with Walt Harris here. Uh, he's just bigger, more athletic. Uh, we'll see what that gas tank look like. But if Alexi takes it to the ground, I think Walt will be a fish out of water. And uh, I don't want to see it there, and if it stays on the feed, I, I'm going to pick Walt Harris to get a TKO when Andrew! Walt Harris, Alexi Olenek. Uh,
2: Alexi Olenek by rear naked in the third. But I'm only saying that because you compared the other guy with Kevin Garnett. Right. And they share the you same. always say uh, when we're playing basketball that you're using the KGT. Yeah. Uh, And that, what, what does that get you?
0: You miss a lot of those shots. I make more than you do.
2: 2-0 um, today. 2-0 today. We
0: played today. Ooh, I chafed real hard. He told me he blew out Yeah, his
2: the, the second game, he had to quit early because he was chafing. He told me he blew out his knee.
0: Pretty bad. No, he was chafing. So he chafed. Still chafing. I need some, you got some powder? You, got, you ain't got no medicated? He's got that medicated on him. I need that powder. So he was eye.
1: he was beating you too bad. You you quit. And you, I'm chafing. You, you want to see? Something. You want to see this chafe? Yeah,
0: pull out the chafe.
1: Let's see it. I beat his ass raw. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I need to
0: start wearing underwear. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus.
1: Oh, main event. Uh, two guys that'll hopefully be wearing underwear, or at least some sort of clothing. If not, this is gonna be an odd affair. Um... Rafael Dosanios versus Leon Edwards. Uh, two guys here. Dosanios is a former uh, interim title challenger at welterweight, former world champion at lightweight. Leon Edwards is uh, one of the most, you know, he along with Santiago Ponzinibbio are two of the most disrespected fighters in the UFC. Um, he has won seven straight fights. He's got some notable wins in that time span too. He beat Albert Tuminov, Sente Luque, uh, Donald Cerrone, and Gunnar Nelson. So uh, he's beat some quality competition there. Uh, Ralphie Dosanios will be his toughest mashup, though. Um, Dosanios is in a spot where he knows he's gonna have to win probably quite a few fights to get another title shot, but he's only 34, so it is, uh, possible, I guess, um, if he can keep winning. Uh, with that being said, I think that Dosanios is gonna be the stronger fighter, and I think that Edwards will be hard-pressed to, uh, control him against the fence the way that he did Nelson. And Anjos also hits hard on the feet, so uh, this thing's got more ways to win. I'm going to take Dos third-round submission.
0: Uh, this is a, uh, the second fighter of the night with the nickname Rocky. Uh, oh. <laughs> Leon Rocky Edwards, uh, he's on a hell of a streak, as you mentioned. RDA uh, is a like stepping stone, no matter what division he's in at this point. Wow. Wow. Uh, so they're looking for Leon Rocky to take that step. You know, you had a pretty big uh, 170-year from England not too long ago named Darren Till. Why not bring that back with a much less interesting young man than Leon Rocky Edwards? Uh, I think Leon gets it done. What he impressed me with in his last fight is his movement from side to side, staying out of the pocket and landing his shots, controlling the pace. Uh, he also had some nice clinch work. I don't Think he'll be utilizing that much as part of a game plan. I think you stay out of RDA's way, somewhat like a matador, and you get a decision victory. Patrick ain't always a man. Andrew, Leon, Rocky Edwards, Rafael dos Anjos. I don't even know. Honestly, I don't think the fight ever starts. Earthquake in San Antonio, Texas? No, no.
2: It's like a fight or something between Dana White and the Athletic
0: Commission. But like a fist fight. Wow. RDA and Dana White get into a fist fight. The Athletic Commission tries to step in. Leon Edwards jumps in. We've got a, a six-man. It ends
2: with Dana White choking like six dudes out at once.
0: And then raising the 170 title even though it's not on the line in this fight. Yeah. Definitely capable of that. Yeah. Um, Dana White's going to be your welterweight champion. So you're predicting Dana White welterweight champion via six-guy submission. submission. Um,
1: all right, that's pretty much it for UFC on ESPN. Uh, what number is this? Uh, four, live from San Antonio. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, I just want to run a few things by you. and you Just tell me what you think about them. Uh, First things first, Michael Bisping says that uh, he feels sorry for Luke Rockhold because he's done. You agree or you disagree? I
2: agree. Andrew? I disagree. That's all. I feel
1: sorry for Luke Rockhold. Uh, speaking of British people, Dan Hardy still considering making an MMA comeback. Hadn't fought in 2012. He has a heart defect. Is that uh, the guy with the hair? Yeah, yeah.
2: the the, like red mohawk yeah okay that's what I was thinking
1: of
2: earlier when I said the guy with the hair but it was Greg Hardy we were talking about ah yeah yeah. okay Dan Hardy totally different I
1: know some stuff totally different uh you have any interest either of you in seeing Dan Hardy fight again Dan
0: Hardy since not fighting looks like a total cuck wow it looks like he shares his wife with multiple men and watches um Andrew he used to like just bunch dudes a bunch right yeah, he was he was a good fighter. He gets punched right? in the heart and dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: okay. One time in grade school, I was racing this kid and he had a heart infect. but it was his idea to race and he went down and they had to like call an ambulance. Oh he my god, you killed him! No, 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 he's alive. I think today still. What's his name? I'm not gonna put him out on the, on the internet like that.
0: This is a family, family friendly podcast. Oh, all right, church groups. Uh, we this. <laughs> three
1: more things. Uh, first one, first. Pernell, shut the fuck up. Pernell Whitaker dies after being hit by a car Sunday night. Pernell Whitaker is a former world boxing champion. Uh, style very similar to Floyd Mayweather's. He was very hard to hit. Um,
0: Rest in peace, sweet pea, baby. Yeah. Just one, of, well, I of mean, there. realistically, top fifteen pound for pound great in the sport. I mean, that dude is a legend. to of, of Does boxing have a hall of fame? Yeah. They he is he not a hall of famer yet? Uh, I don't know if he is. If yet, he if he's not, then he absolutely will be he's, very he's soon. Been retired since like oh one.
1: So he probably is. Um, Rest in peace, Parnell Whitaker. Andrew, any thoughts on Parnell Whitaker?
2: I never saw him fight, but it's not cool when people get hit by cars. Uh,
1: Johnny Walker says he'll be a champ, champ soon. Says he's going to beat John Jones, move up to heavyweight, beat Francis
0: Ngannou, and then win the heavyweight title. <laughs> uh, yeah. You buying it? Yeah, 100%. You know how I feel about Johnny Walker. I think he's the future of the sport. And then I think he drops down to 185 and takes it off of Israel as well. Um, so far, his biggest career win And he's going to have to drop down again and beat Dana. For the 170. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Dana White versus Johnny Walker. Who you got in that one? Me? Yeah. Hey. Okay. Uh, Johnny Walker... Uh, look, you know, uh, let me be realistic here. He has the potential... I haven't seen anything from him that suggests he couldn't possibly do that. He is a man. I mean,
1: he is six foot six. So it's like, if you didn't want to go to heavyweight, it's right. not like he's makes just, sense.
0: Yeah. He's bigger than John Jones.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. Final thing before we get out of here. Tito Ortiz is, uh, returning to action. I'll fucking burn you. Andrew,
0: <laughs> what'd you think about, uh, Johnny Walker being champ champ?
1: Oh, I, sorry. I like
0: Johnny Walker, but, um. Last time I was
2: on, you remember when I was like Francis Con is a
1: scary dude.
0: Yeah, I still think he's a scary dude. Okay, John Walker. I wouldn't
1: want John to Walker him. embarrasses him. Uh, Tito Ortiz is fighting again. Uh, okay, do we, he's fighting More promotion? He uh, it's called Combates America. It's the biggest promotion in you know Latin America. Uh, he's fighting a super notable opponent. Uh.
0: By the name of
1: Alberto Del Rio.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. has <laughs> been talking about this for a while. That's happening this weekend. Uh, it's happening.
1: Uh, for the record, Alberto <laughs> Del Rio. For Is those of phone? you, yes, uh, former two-time I believe WWE <laughs> champion. Uh, actually, did um, fight. In MMA for a few years it's in October didn't he get his ass wet at the he party? he went he had a nine and five record most notably he fought Mirko Krokop in pride uh, got head kicked in forty seconds. His last MMA fight was in two thousand ten and he got knocked out so uh he's coming out of retirement after nine years to fight former world champion Tito Ortiz and what is sure to be uh a fight of the year candidate
2: It's going to be embarrassing for both of them.
1: You know what's gonna be awesome? Del Rio in three minutes. If he just KOs Tito or Tito I'm gonna start screaming, Wrestling's real. Real! Wrestling's
0: real. Clothesline or
2: something. I I mean mean, this fight has so many
0: so many storylines. Like, seriously, like wrestling's real if Alberto Del Rio wins. And that's the end of it. Alberto Del Rio is holding the dreams of many a kid like me who wanna believe. And if he wins this fight, you can believe you want to believe what does he have <laughs>
1: um anyway alright I guess that's about it for tonight we'll be back on Thursday most likely with uh, a guest uh,
0: another guest oh no, god
1: until then you can is that gonna be on, Raymond most likely yeah um until then, you can find me on Twitter at The Scope MMA. I still get on there sometimes. Shout out Raymond Freeman. Yeah, uh, You can get on uh, MMATorch.com. I write stuff there. Scrap.co. I write stuff there. And uh, you can just find me out in the real world, and I'll give you some advice on life until next week or
0: Thursday. Shout out David McGrath. Uh, you can find me at P-T-D-S-H-A-H-E-E-N on Twitter. Uh, Andrew. I'm on Twitter. I don't really tweet
2: about MMA, but uh, it's it's at A. Alamond.
0: Y'all should follow him. Alamond spelled A-L-L-E-M-O-N-D. Okay, baby, Cole's acting like we're wrapping up, baby. That wasn't even close to the end, baby. PTD Radio coming back at you live. I hope y'all enjoyed that podcast about the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, what do you think about it, Cooter Joe? Cole! Y'all know what I'm talking about. I mean, Zylon and Lonzo. you know what I'm talking about, and kid like that. Well, I mean, you know what I mean, baby. It's all good. Come on now, comment. Alrighty. righty. Well, obviously, this has been a, another episode of PTD, right? And now, Comet, baby, I am the show. I am the star, the only thing that matters on this show. We are coming back at you live sometime, hopefully, in the future. Hopefully, art management does not fire us. Okay, baby. This has been PTD. Uh, thank y'all for listening, baby.